Love is deeds and not sweet words. This is a, an inspiration, a word from the Lord given to St. Jose Maria as he was uh, distributing communion um, at a convent um, to a bunch of sisters. And as he was distributing communion, he said to the Lord in his heart, I love you, Lord, more than this one. And I love you more than this one. And I love you more than this one. And as he said that over and over and over again, he heard those words from God. Love is deeds, not sweet words. It was a nice, kind, gentle rebuke, really, from our Lord um, to remind uh, the future saint um, that if we are to love God, uh, we have to put that into action. Oftentimes we hear this, this gospel uh, of the raising of Lazarus, and um, we sort of begin to wonder, sort of like Martha and Mary, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Because they sent word to him, sent word to our Lord that, his, that Lazarus was ill, that Lazarus was going to die. And what does our Lord do? He, well, what did it say? So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. He did nothing. And from our own limited human perspective, and really we should say it's probably more something along the lines of projection. We accuse our Lord of what sometimes we have done. We see our brothers and sisters in need. We see those who God has asked us to care for. And we do nothing. We simply stay where we are, saying, ah, maybe it's not that bad, or he'll be fine, she can take care of herself, whatever it happens to be. And so we hear this, we see this happening in the life of our Lord, and we say, Lord, I thought, I thought you weren't like me. I thought you were different. I thought you were love incarnate. Why is it that when the one you love is ill... You stay two days where you are. You let, him, you let him die. So we get to consider that, those sort of, sorts of realities in our own life. We get to consider the way that our Lord enters into different areas in my life and even allows me to be weak. He allows me to get sick. He allows me to sin. And he even allows me to die. This is the God who said to St. Jose Maria, love is deeds and not sweet words. And so it's good for us then that we continue the rest of the story because we see what happens in the heart of our Lord when he's faced with the death of the one he loves. They said to him, Sir, come and see where we have laid him. And Jesus wept. And that's the moment when the Jews say, see how he loved him. They saw how he was moved at the suffering and the death of the one that he loved. See how he loved him. You see, even God in the face of our human suffering, weakness, death, and ultimately the worst of all those things, sin, our Lord is moved. He's not moved just to sit up there on high and say, Ah, oh, those poor people. If only they could learn to do better. He doesn't sit up there on high and wish things were different. He doesn't sit, on high, sit up there on high and say, Well, 
They really messed it up this time. Good luck to him. No, he's moved to pity for us. And that's why he becomes man. That's why he goes to the cross, because he knows, well, he is love. So he knows of what love consists, that love is deeds and not sweet words. And so he, come, he becomes man. He, he walks this journey with us. He enters into life with us and all of those different aspects of life. And he goes all the way to the cross for us, uh, that we too might rise from the dead with him. I am the resurrection and the life, he says. So he knows from on high that the only one who can save us is he himself, and that we have to stay close to him and stay with him if we want to share in the resurrection that is not just his to give out, that's that that distinction he makes with Martha. I know he'll rise in the resurrection on the last day. No, I am the resurrection and the life. Stay with me. Believe in me. If you stay with me, if you believe in me, even if you die, you'll live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never, will never die. Do you believe this? And she said to him, yes. So as we continue our Lenten journey, especially at this, this time when we sort of wonder in different ways, where is the presence of God in the midst of us? We have confidence, total and complete confidence, because we've seen the way the Lord acts in our lives. We've seen the way that he picks us up when we fall. We've seen the ways uh, in which he, well, makes his love into real, concrete responses in our lives. And so we can continue to place our confidence in him, that whatever direction this whole pandemic is going, uh, in whatever way God desires, he's using it to bring us close to him. You can think of several ways, actually, in which he's using this to bring us closer to him. First, it makes, he's making us hunger for the sacraments right now. And consider that so many are unable to receive the sacraments, and yet we desire to receive the sacraments so much. And so that increases within us the desire for him. And so, as I've said before, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And so God certainly can use this time to draw us closer to him, to increase our desire for him. Secondly, this makes us see the way that a lot of people live continually, even outside of this time of pandemic. Those who, who, who feel and struggle with loneliness and sadness and depression, all these kinds of things. So not all of us get to deal with that on some level, especially the elderly who have no one to visit them and care for them in, in so often. Hopefully, this time of being alone, apart from our quote-unquote normal lives, will help us to be more attentive to those um, who, who still need our attention, our affection, and our love. Thirdly, it makes us focus on things that are more important. So we have this time to be with family. So that over and over and over again, these last few weeks, it's so important for us to focus uh, on loving our family. Again, not just with words. We say, I love you all the time. But now we have a chance to show it. And of course, uh, this time of pandemic, this time apart from the sacraments, has been likened to an extended Holy Saturday. I think it's a beautiful image. And it's good to remember that the one person who encouraged and challenged the apostles on Holy Saturday, the one who got them through the darkness, was Our Lady uh, and her faith. And so it's a beautiful time for us to turn to Our Lady again. 
and ask her to sustain us with her faith in the midst of the darkness that we, that we feel and the darkness that we experience. She wants to lead us to Christ. And so for us to deepen our relationship with her, again, not just by words, um, but by actions, uh, we too can stay close to Christ and continue to deepen our faith in Him. So we'll turn towards the altar now um, and consider more deeply what are the ways in which I am to love Christ better by my actions. Is it just love in my family? Is it visiting the sick or the imprisoned or the elderly? Uh, Is it making little sacrifices for our Lord and for our Lady? It's easy for me to say I believe in Him, but if I'm unwilling to give up sin, how deep does my belief really actually go? So our Lord calls us with Lazarus. He comes down to broken humanity. He calls us out of darkness into his own wonderful light. And he says to us, he said to us, as he said to Lazarus, come out, come out of the tomb. I don't want you to be dead. I don't want you to be stuck in destruction and darkness and sadness and sin. I want you to live the life that I have won for you. 